All right, guys, huge episode of the Nordies podcast. Vikings win, but we weren't impressed. We're going to talk the beginning of the season for the Timberwolves and the Wild. Here we go, Nordies podcast. And here we go, Nordies podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing meh, but mm. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Best part of my week. Can't wait to talk sports with you guys. Uh, let's commence. You mean sweating the Vikings game wasn't fun? It really wasn't. I can't imagine it was fun. It that was really an angry wasn't. win. I don't know if I've ever enjoyed a win less, yeah. to be honest with you. You and everyone else. Yeah. So uh, we are going to dive into a bunch of uh, hot takes and awesome sports news. But before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. Thanks. Thank yeah, you. Because I know you're going to go do that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phone's buzzing already. Oh, they did it. Mm. All right, uh, Ryan, what are we drinking today? We are at our good friends from Fair States. We are drinking a beer called New Territories. It's a hazy IPA, all the rage. This one's a little bit different. Yeah. I feel like this one's a little bit more fruity, a little more bright, um, not quite as flat. Like it still has a little punch to it. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's delicious. I, we bring this up like every few months. I never try the beer before we talk about the beer like on the show live right, in the right, moment. Right. So like it's get, always I squeeze in a couple of sips early. Yeah. yeah. It's always my first reaction. This beer is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. It's really 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 good. So, I would tell people to go buy this one. Yeah, what's it called again? Uh, new ter- Wow, sorry. Oh, calm down. Uh, easy, easy. New Territories. Okay. Yeah, New Territories. Dude, really good. Um, okay, guys, we're going to dive into some sports news quickly. Our starting lineup today, we will start with uh the unnecessary trilogy fight. Uh, between Deontay Wilder and the Gypsy King himself, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury knocks him out in the 11th round, making the trilogy two wins by knockout for Tyson Fury and one draw. So he are they going to keep going? No, but like, I mean, why he's... did we need a third fight? Right. Wilder fought three times and lost twice and drew once. He never won. I don't think they were so much concerned with whether we needed a third fight. I think yeah. they wanted money. Yeah, they were oh, like, yeah, will that. people pay $69 yet again? Yes. Apparently, people that did didn't have a lot of complaints about the fight, though. I heard it was supposed to be a classic. Yeah, there was like uh, Fury got knocked down twice in the first or second round, like early on, and it looked bad for him. And then I think if he hadn't got that knockout, Wilder would have won. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just uh, we don't talk a lot about 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 boxing, but we just do like the big cards. We'll we'll jump into them because it is fun and they sure make the news. Yeah. So uh, next up, Arena in Toronto called the. Scotia Bank? Scotia Bank. Like Nova Scotia? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. To recognize that the stadium sits on indigenous land. Before the games. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So this is where the Raptors play, and it's where the Blue Jack... The, what are they? The Maple Leafs? Maple Leafs. There you go. Maple Leafs play. Um, yeah, so I guess before every game, they're going to come out and say, you know, some kind of just to acknowledge the fact that, you know, the the land that the arena is sitting, sitting on was taken from a, some tribe and they're going to honor that, which is kind of cool. You know, I think if it's more in people's minds that there is more of a chance for somehow it to be made right or some steps towards making it right in the future. Yeah, I think as long as they're engaged with that tribal community, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on a level that the you know the the owners of this 
the stadium aren't making those decisions. It's up to, you know, whomever the leaders of that, you know, I don't know what the correct word is, but now yeah. like if that tribe or, or group of um, indigenous folks mm-hmm. gets to choose and not just like these empty gestures, like, right. oh, it's a, we found a wooden, you know, totem pole that we're going to put up in the, you know, yeah. event room C. And it's just like, all right, <laughs> like, that just dude, seems kind of Our tribe silly. didn't even have totem yeah. poles. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to, I know. That, I, I, I'm pulling out another like racial stereotype. I didn't, well, you're using it because you're just saying like the people wouldn't have put any thought into it exactly. and just done some empty gesture. Yeah. All right, guys. So, uh, next bit of news, Ooh. uh, this guy had to spider two Y banana his way right out of the NFL. That's John Gruden. He's gone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Yeah, this has been a wild week in sports. I mean, first we had the Urban Meyer shit last week, and then you get this. Oh, what a Just fucking a treat. godsend for Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like No one is happier. It's actually a miracle we even brought up his name. Urban Meyer was like, whoa, how are they leading with me? Jeez, <laughs> I thought this was past me. So uh, John Gruden is just a pile of shit. It comes yeah. to no surprise to me. No. I think I, I heard a lot of people who were like, what, John Gruden? I think this guy always seemed like a jackass. Um, and it just turns out he was using, I mean, just really hateful and vulgar language towards all different types of people that aren't um, white he did, men. He did not discriminate. He right. he hated just about every group of people equally. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not exactly true. Well, because I mean, a lot of lot of didn't um, hate white men, but he hated that. You okay, know, fair he, enough. He said he hated that there was going to be women refs. He hated that there was going to be possibly any gay people and used the f slur for that. And he, Q slur, lots of slurs. Oh, all slurs the slurs, for everyone. all the slurs. Talked hated about, that there was hated like ripped on like. You know, the appearance of black people and making fun of, like, somebody's lips and just, like, pretty much just just hit everybody. Not just black people, but, like, one of the most prominent black people in a position of power in DeMarie Smith, who is the head of the NFL union, the players union. So kind of even more egregious. So how yeah. how was it when I said he hated most people? Was that not exactly I mean, true? I mean, he did. He <laughs> he spread it out for sure, but this is over it's over like, you know, 8 years or something, 7 years, um up through 2018, which is when they it's not like he got he shaped up at that point. They just that's that was the breadth of the investigation. So, I'm sure he's still continued to do that right up until uh he resigned after this came out, which probably makes you think that he doesn't want there to be an investigation based on this. Um, I think because that, it's probably much, much worse, and he knows that. I think that he was given the choice of resigning or being fired by his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a, definitely a clause in his contract that allows the team out of paying him the like seventy million dollars they owed him. So he wasn't going to get paid either way. And so I think he tried to. He met with Mark Davis and was like, "Let me resign to save as much face as I possibly can." Probably but, negotiated some sort of a, you know, what do you call that? Like an exit package, you know. Yeah. Some kind of severance. Severance. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, this, fuck them. But it's not a big surprise. And dude, I don't want to rip anybody that's like a football guy that may be listening right now. But there's a the Venn diagram of like the people in our society that are like total assholes and that like have dedicated their life to football, especially if they're the, what, these white dudes, right? That come from these small towns. Uh, I mean, there's a huge overlap, right? It's not that surprising, it's Almost right? a circle. Think about like, the, think about like even in like teen dramas and shit. It's always like this white coach, football coach, that's the biggest asshole, right? I just don't think it's that surprising. And I think that if you looked at a lot of these guys out there, they'd probably be pretty horrible people. But I think there's a... I mean, at least with this one, 
it's out there we know and he's not coaching anymore and i think there's an age bracket to that for sure you know what i mean like i think you got to be like 55 plus yeah. you know i don't think it's like i don't think sean mcveigh has ever used you know maybe right. not i don't know but like, i can't imagine that but if you had said the same thing a year ago like do you think john gruden says he's gonna be like absolutely he does yeah and we wouldn't have been wrong yeah so he like i said is gonna spider two why banana his way right out of the league. He's out. Love I just it. really wanted to add one more Spider 2 Y banana because we're never going to hear it again. I hope not. I hope not too. Fuck that play. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up. Also, fuck this guy, Kyrie Irving. Oh, God. This guy is refusing to get vaxxed. His teammates all are. He's the only one who won't. He wasn't going to be able to play in any home games. They did make an exception that he could practice because they said that the team facility was technically an office building and the arena was a public gym and oh so God. it fit in for him to practice but now the team is saying no yeah they're saying you are just not going to be a member of the team because we can't have part-time people on the team um it's so it doesn't surprise me that Kyrie is the one causing the biggest stir here on the exact wrong side of every issue so strongly again whether it's the earth is flat or, you know, people should, players should not play in the bubble, or whatever it might be, he's got to take the the stance that's the most controversial and be the strongest, vo- most vocal about it. And I'm just sick of him, dude. He's got to be the dumbest motherfucker out there. He's I can't tied, handle him anymore. He's tied with, uh, with white Kyrie Irving. Which one's that? Who's also known as Joe Rogan. Cole Beasley? Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah perfect, yeah. Uh, <laughs> white Kyrie they are Irving perfect is together. just Joe Rogan. They're, They're literally the same fucking person. Like, always have to have the conspiracy theory answer that, like, they got from being on the wrong end of a Facebook algorithm or a YouTube algorithm. Yeah. So, dude, I mean, I think, honestly... I think it's that more was a likely mistake on my part. I'm sorry, everyone. Even, dude, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought up Joe Rogan. I'm sorry. We don't need any controversy. Like This might be the first time we save edit us, one of our pods. Save us. Joe bros, spare us. Yeah, don't come after the social media. Don't burn sure. us down to the ground, Joe bros. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that this is the end Please, of Kyrie. Please, show us mercy. I hope this is the end of Kyrie Irving, the basketball player. No. No. Um, no just to the point where the team, like he's never going to get the vaccine and other teams. I think he won't. And, and other teams are going to be like, well, sorry. And they were like, they like, they should trade him. And he was like, if they trade me, I'll retire. It's like, okay. do it. Yeah, yeah. just trade go him for, away. Trade him for a guy that a team's trying to get rid of. It's, I mean, he's not like some, like the only hope on this team anyways. They're already a super team. Without They're already Kyrie, unlikable. They already have KD, who's a and snake. And Harden. And Harden, who... They literally uh, yeah, will, do, not will be a, a Final team. Four team without Kyrie. Yeah, which is pretty sad. So uh, I don't care. Um, I just, I actually would love it if he doesn't play. That would be hilarious. Oh, it'd be great. Weren't they? They were a Final Four team last year because Kyrie was hurt, and then Harden was basically on one leg, Mm -hmm. and they came within like Harden had to miss. They came within like a centimeter of of yeah the KD shot. Giant weirdo feet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The skis, the mini skis. Uh, You posted a a meme about his feet once and it was you almost can't believe it's real so then i then i was like googling you know kevin durant's feet which definitely flagged me with the fbi you're for sure I'm on a, you're on a list yeah i'm on a list now um not a good list no no i don't want to be on that one so yeah no i mean and there was just probably eight pictures that are in circulation that you almost can't believe that they're real dude what if this is the whole like foundation of his insecurity yeah is that he has these giant et feet like have he looks like seen, a hobbit you know what he looks like like if you ever seen like the goofy movie he, no. he has goofy feet 
Like they're the exact same. They're very, very long and skinny and at a perfect right angle from his ankle straight forward to his toes. (laughs) I bet this is where like people have been making fun of him for his weird feet his whole life. And that's why he's like so insecure. Has to defend himself on everything with burner accounts and all that shit. He doesn't take jokes very well. Doesn't do the joke thing, does he? Um, Yeah, he sucks too, man. I don't know who I dislike more. I guess it's for sure Kyrie. It's Kyrie. Not even by by a lot. (laughs) Kyrie's a flat earther. I mean, like Kyrie for sure believes that there's like pyramids in antarctica and like an entrance to middle or the middle of the earth or something if there is a tube that goes through the flat earth or something well his whole point with the He's flat earth thing weirdo was yeah. that like i'm just here to ask questions and it's like well like archimedes did that in like you know 1000 bc when he used math and a guy to walk off paces and figured out that like the shadows get different in different times of area and they're like oh yeah so it's like seven degrees and they did the thing with the circumference of the earth yeah. like they, they already asked all these questions right they've been answered yes for two three thousand years and that's like <laughs> it's just it's just like my, it's just mind-blowing yeah to me. i know i know yeah Dude, that was so. I don't sick. even want to know his views on the Holocaust. He'd probably be like, I have my doubts. He I'm sure. just saying, I haven't seen any bodies for yeah. sure. Yeah, they burned them all. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I was gonna take it a step further. I, I didn't. Yeah, let's I not. Think we're good. I didn't. I just okay. brought up the Holocaust, so let's move on. Yeah, I was gonna go further than that. This is a sports right. podcast. Okay? The Alliance is to host the All Star Game for the MLS in 2022. Um, sweet. That's cool. It's really cool. Is this something you would ever consider going to? No. Probably not. Okay. I'd rather go to a normal game. Does this do you care? I don't care. <laughs> I, don't. I mean, it's cool. It's it's great to, it's to showcase the city. the city and the stadium. Hopefully, this will force St. Paul to build around it. Yeah, they've really. I think. I think they've lagged behind in their development around the stadium because it's been there two full years now. Yeah, maybe three. And even. of course, it's just they it's, were building it for two more years before that, so they should have kind of seen it coming. That hey, this is a venue. It's like a it maybe have some nice things around. It's like and in parking lots. And the the plans yeah. were probably approved two years before right. that. So so they've right. had like six years to do something. Yeah. The area around there is just a little a little rough, and you can tell by the police presence down there. Yeah. Um, during the it games. has been. It has been and for a long time. I just I think like there's it's not that you have to rip down the old businesses. It's like you need to build in the weirdo, like fenced in abandoned parking lots that no yeah. one's using with new things, which would bring more customers to those businesses as well. And it would And maybe some city whole, development, like hey bring the whole area. Hey, small up. businesses that are like on a very pop like busy now busy street. Yeah. Here's a small here's a small business loan if you spend it on your the front of your store. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, just uh, that you don't have to pay this back like that. or something. Yeah, like, some, like, dude, incentivization. They, yeah, yeah, just to clean it up and... and just, just upgrade. Yeah. But, yeah. But, anyway, I think that will hopefully happen because the area could really use it. It could. All right, guys, we'll move on to our main topic. That's the Minnesota Vikings. They won dot, dot, dot. Great. Yeah, it was definitely one of those games where they were making their last drive, and I actually said, I was watching it with some people, I said, dude, I think we're going to win this game, and we're all still going to be pissed, and that's exactly mm-hmm. pretty much what happened. So, I was at the game, and I was so annoyed that we won at the end yeah because i was just like you know what fuck it like i don't even want to win this game i'd rather just lose so i know that this stupid ass season's gonna end with fresh faces hopefully um i will say this though the fire zimmer talk is is ridiculous to me it's just it's like the fire him now talk. fire him now right yeah and it's a little what? it's a little premature and do what have a worse coaching staff i mean that is that is literally you're waving the white flag and just saying we're gonna suck the rest of the year he's too competitive and should be too respected for them to fire him 
at the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the kind of move that you make if you lose nine straight games. This is not the kind of move you make when you're two and three and you're, you know, a game out of second and two games out of first. Yeah. And you lost in, on the last second in two games and you're one and three in one score games. I mean, we're just like, like, I think in a power ranking, we're probably like 18th or something. Pretty much middle of the pack. Could mm-hmm. go either way. Yeah, no, I just think like to me, I think Zimmer is is probably a dead man walking, and that's fine. So I know people are like, "Well, you're gonna keep Zimmer." No, I just think like Zimmer is making a big part of the game plan. They are saying we could we could upgrade Andre Patterson to the head coach. Well, then someone's got to move out of their job to fill his role, and then someone's got to move out of their job to fill his role. You know, it's just you just weaken yourself as a coaching staff to hire a guy that's not going to be your head coach long term. Well, and you're and to that end letting all of that breadth of knowledge walk out the door when you're only two and three. Yeah. Like it's not dead in the water. Mm-hmm. It's not looking great, but it's not over. Right. I just I think mean, if it, you're two and 11 or three and three and 12 or something, it's the end of the season and you're one of the worst teams in the league. You can make a move then. And you can say for the last two weeks, we're going to have this guy coach the team because just it's to see, that bad. see in the yeah. season through essentially but without it, getting anybody killed. But yeah. it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to get rid of Zimmer now. Like it's, this is not baseball. This is not basketball. Like there aren't just like, capable head coaches just hanging on the sideline waiting to be picked up midseason like that doesn't happen and you're not really going to hire a new head coach who's going to bring their new staff in you're going to ride it out with your staff mm-hmm. and so i don't want to fire zimmer i i think zimmer deserves to be here till the end of the year even if it goes poorly i think that unless he wins a playoff game he's gone and he's not going to win a playoff game this is his last time here he will not be back even if he barring, makes, barring a miracle even if he makes the playoffs Unless he wins a game, he is not coming back. I think he has yeah. to win two. Yeah, it's just we've already yeah. we've already won the one game. He's he yeah, has his back is against the wall. The seat is red hot. He is a dead man walking. That is as good as firing him. Yeah. If you want to have a, a competent team, you're gonna keep this guy around. It just like, would be silly to get rid of him. His his like coaching progression reminds me of like Tyrion Lannister on the show. Okay. Bear with me on this. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited like, about this. Was always kind of like in the background. He was a DC forever. Kind of then got some power, got the head gig. Was was really good at like, you know, defensive coaching. I mean, he took Teddy Bridgewater to the playoffs. Again, you know, we were knocked out against Seattle in the in the Ice Bowl game on a 27-yard field goal from Blair Walsh. Yep. Maybe a little bad luck here and there, kind of gets knocked down. Teddy gets hurt. They they bring in the whole you know he had like peak season five right where yeah. it's like all of his his height of his powers and then like kind of has made a lot of bad decisions since then like with Di Filippo mm-hmm. um, you know they let what's his name go coach the Giants Pat Shermer um, and now he's like lost the vigor of the fans like he just he's just not not the same as it was you know it's like through the first five seasons yeah it, it all feels he's, like uh, he's not burning out he's fading away here yeah and it's it kind of stinks it does yeah. but it's just like he what was his bladder uh, uh battle of the blackwater then zimmers um maybe the case keenum season season yeah. Yeah. or even teddy That's, teddy yeah. t- taking teddy bridgewater to the playoffs it was with like a like really good defense battle of blackwater wasn't it like it looked like they were doomed and he was like he had it on the battlefield, but then the plan, the Minneapolis Miracle worked. Yeah, something right. Yeah, you know, and like they burned all the ships in the water with the dragons fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah, beautiful. Or maybe it was them winning in in uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Playoffs, Either way, you know? it someone hasn't someone. happened in a minute. Yeah, I, hasn't Zimmer, happened. In Zimmer seasons, deserves literally. to 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 stay out the rest of the season. To be honest, and people will be upset, and that means that there'll be change in the off season. There is no like 
hire Chris Finch away from a different team. You're not going to get a good OC or DC or even position coach to join you midseason. That just, right. they, they That's just don't not do a that. fucking they don't thing. Do that. Well, no. and here's the thing. The guy that we really want is going to take some time with his family. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get Gruden, baby. <laughs> oh, God. I think, okay, can I give you my name for who I think should be the next coach? Ooh, yeah, oh, for Can sure. I go first? Because yeah. I think I know who yours might be. Okay. I'm hoping uh-huh. from an offensive standpoint, it's Eric Bieniemy. I would love that. I think we would probably lean more towards someone like Byron Leftwich. Might be a good choice, but mm. I don't know. And Eric? I am feeling stupid because both of your coaches were the guys who deserve jobs and are men of color who uh, do not receive the right opportunities and i would like to change my answer to either of yours but my pick <laughs> you was going to be gonna my original answer was going to be joe brady who's like the 31 year old offensive genius who's the offensive coordinator for the panthers and he was the offensive coordinator at LSU with Jefferson and Burrow and um, Chase and Edwards Alaire. We're gonna need some sort of. It's gonna uh, be re- that, that kind. Of we're gonna guy. need some sort of relationship uh, mending with Justin Jefferson at some point. Yeah, um, well, you're gonna need some relationship mending with me if you're the Vikings and you stop throwing the ball to Justin <sighs> Jefferson, who was completely and totally Torching. uncoverable in that game. Yeah. He was uncoverable. Just throw it into coverage. And throw it to him. we just didn't throw the ball to him the whole second half. Chicken shit. It was just ridiculous. And to me, I just kept thinking, like, I don't think I'm being a homer when I say this, okay? I, I, this is, I truly in my heart believe this. I think the best receiver in the league is Tyreek Hill. I really do. I think he's the best receiver in the league. And if he's a 100, I think Adams is a 99 or maybe tied with him at 100. Those two are so far away from everybody else in the league. I don't think anyone is in their vicinity. DeAndre? No. Not, he's, not even I don't close. Even think he's, he's, he's a little close. washed up. I think he's just a little old now. Yeah. At his peak. I think those two are just light years ahead of everyone else. And I think that Justin Jefferson is the next guy on that list. This dude is dominant and he has been now every week since week one he has been fantastic he has a bunch of touchdowns he's sixth in catches he's sixth in yards even after a terrible week one and we never throw him the fucking ball and he's just a complete beast he is uncoverable he is the next um adams to be honest they're wasting him Mm -hmm. and they just wasted him in this game yeah it was just crazy it was just an absolute cowardly coaching performance what was the most cowardly play you saw out there uh, i thought the most cowardly play of the game was actually by the lions it was the most cowardly play i've ever seen in my life oh it was with about eight minutes to go in the game the lions had the ball fourth and three on the 42 yard line down by seven and they let the clock run for 40 seconds down seven just killing their own clock And then they took a five-yard penalty and punted it into the end zone. (laughs) It was literally the most cowardly bullshit I've ever seen in a football game. But I do think that just... Second and pick a Vikings because that was a lot of complaints I heard. I do think that the thing with the Vikings was just how conservative they got in the second half. The the running the ball out three times on that last drive just to fumble it on third down and give up the game, you know, I I guess the lead on a touchdown and two-point conversion was unforgivable and the whole half was like that it was like we were playing the half just hoping to not give up any points just staring at the clock just to mm-hmm. get yeah. the clock down so we could just get out of there with a 13 to 6 win you yeah know? when you're you're playing this is like such a cliche phrase but it's the playing not to lose <laughs> stuff and i hate that like sean mcveigh doesn't do that andy reed doesn't do that um matt lafleur doesn't do that you know right. our neighbors to the east i, I these guys play to win and whatever the tactics are that are working they stick with them yeah they're not just like well it's second and long it's 
better to take 35 seconds off the clock and run the ball than to actually have like a good play drawn up to get us a chance to get a first down. Yeah. Like it just, none of it made sense. Like Eric said, the second half was atrocious. It was unfun to watch. It was slow. It was boring. It went fast because we were running the ball so GD much. Yeah. But like it just, it's not a brand of football. It's an, it's an old tired brand of football and we're not here for it. No, I hated it, and I just thought that the um, the the fans cheered at the end of the game for a 54-yard field goal to win it, which was cool. I didn't cheer one bit. I was, like, kind of disappointed. Yeah. I was like, ugh, like, what a just disaster that was. And then the only thing that I thought was crazy was that it was the first game-winning field goal by the Vikings in a game that they were losing. Or, I'm sorry, a walk-off win, whether it was a touchdown or a field goal, on the last play of the game for the Vikings since 2008, when they were losing and they took the lead. On the Didn't we play. score a touchdown in OT against... Oh, no, at but, home. But, but at no, home. but no, no, no. But when you were losing... Oh, we were tied. So when you were New losing Orleans. when you were losing the game and you and you took the lead on the last play of the game. What was the Minneapolis miracle? Weren't we down two or, I guess or it, four? I, I guess or it must be in the regular season. Regular season. So they're okay. saying, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. In the regular season, we haven't done this since 2008. So, I mean, this is not something that happens to the Vikings, especially when it comes to field goals. And so it should have been a cool yeah. moment, but it wasn't. But I think that makes sense for how we play. It's like, like how many times have we like stormed back from like from being down at the half? You know, like I, bet I can the think stats of one there time. are ugly too. It's one like time we beat the either the our game plan Broncos. works and we kind of grind it out and win by a touchdown and we're up the whole time or we lose and we score up like, you know, we get beat bad. So. I, I just think like you have that sounds right. cousins who, even though I just think he's such a, a a fucking weenie, just doofus. Like I just I don't know, I can't even think of other words to describe him. He's fourth on PFF in quarterback ranking. Like they think he's having the season of his life. Jefferson is third amongst receivers, and of like actually big receivers in the league, he's second. Um, the fact that we're not going to that connection more is alarming to me. Uh, when when Rodgers and Adams have a matchup or a team that they're eating, they just throw him the ball all day. How many times have you seen like 20 targets yeah. for Devontae Adams with 17 catches and a buck 15 and two touchdowns? And and with Jefferson this game, it was eight targets, seven catches and over 100 yards. He averaged almost 20 yards a catch. And the thing is, is that the all only but, time... All but one was in the first half, right? Or something like uh, that? Yeah. And the, and the one he didn't catch was one that was tipped at the line of scrimmage and then it hit him in the hands but it was like deflected sure is the only one he didn't it's very difficult to catch those yeah. yeah and so to me it's just i just kept thinking like throw the ball to jefferson here he is uncoverable well and then what that does is that cascades right then jefferson you know they might be shifting shading coverage a little bit more towards him then adam thielen's mm-hmm. wide open over yeah. the middle kj osborne who's turned out to be a really great third uh, piece in that receiving core. They just didn't do any of it. No, nothing. No, no. It, was, it was it was like until the, until the last drive. Mm-hmm. And Cook wasn't even playing. So it's like, why did we keep running it and running it? I don't know. I, I thought it was really That's not a the fun watch. Old, tired yeah. brand of football. Well, isn't that, is it Clint? Isn't he the guy making these calls? Isn't he like a young guy, young mind? I mean, AJ it, and everything, it's mentality. Right. Huh? But if, if Mike, I mean, Andy Reid's an old dude and he's wild. So yeah. if Zimmer comes up to you at halftime and is like, hey, we need to run the ball. Yeah. I want, I want 25 go, more runs. Yes, sir. And he's and like, okay, well, I'll dial up two for CJ Ham in the second half. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? 
Yeah. I, I see. I think like if you had a really brilliant young offensive coach, this team is is more talented on offense than the Rams are. I think by by a distance. And it's very top heavy in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. I Agreed. I just do like I think like I would take our our players over the Rams players. And imagine imagine if we had Irv too. Like yeah. it would be even even better. And so to me, like I think we're really talented, but we're running just such a pedestrian offense. It's it's really difficult to watch. So the Vikings are two and three. They're gonna play in Carolina this week against the Panthers, who have kind of crumbled after starting three and zero. After that, they host. They're on a bye for a week, and then they host the Cowboys on Halloween. That's gonna be fun. Although the Cowboys are fucking electric right now, so we'll yeah, have to see. we'll probably like beat. We'll probably lose to the Panthers and then like beat the Cowboys <laughs> and then like lose to the Bears or something and then like right. beat the the Packers. You All know, it's on just, like, just ridiculously just, close games because we just play to the exact competition that we're faced with. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling pretty bad. I went to. The, la- the last three home games, I went to all three of them. And the, the last two against the Browns and against the um, Lions. Lions were yeah. just not. Well, maybe we need fun. to get you out of there. Get some new get, some, get some new mojo in there yeah. For, yeah. The, for the team. Stop bringing Rain Cloud Eric into U.S. Bank Stadium. Rain Cloud Eric was, not, was, was maybe the only person in the stadium not cheering at the end of the game. <laughs> Didn't cheer once. Didn't sing Skull Vikings even when we won. Was pissed. Pretty sad. It but was, but I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, friend. it was disappointing. It was just like it was just such a pitiful, cowardly performance. So, mm. watch out for uh, next week against the Panthers on the road. Um, and then I think that Halloween game does sound like a lot of fun, though. Score predictions? Uh, I actually kind of think the Vikings will beat the Panthers. Um, I think the Panthers might be bad, and the Vikings want to just like fuck you over just as much. Like the Vikings are just such a fuck you team. They're literally going to be like give you enough hope all season long to be like if they just win the next game they're right in the playoff hunt mm-hmm. but they'll lose all the games they need to win they'll win all the games they don't need to win and they'll just finish like eight and nine <laughs> and they'll be like with the 15th pick the vikings take a cornerback <laughs> like god damn it not with future hey, is that hey, your put shit. the crystal ball away would not you? with That's not with eric b enemy as head coach we ain't taking corners in the first round yeah. anymore yeah. hopefully they're like well, the vikings take an offensive lineman um okay so you think they're gonna win do you want to throw in a score prediction um i think neither team can score both teams defense uh the vikings defense i will say has, has kind of come around um okay. i think the vikings will win this game 17 to 16 oh wow pretty low scoring i'm gonna go 24 21 vikings every time i predict them to win we go out and lay an egg yeah so just do it again i'm gonna go you can predict them to you can have you i'm predicted going to them to lose yet 24 21 carolina there we go and that's not a reverse jinx that's a that's you genuinely think that. we are going on the road we don't know what dalvin cook's health is going to be like the offensive play calling was completely questionable mm-hmm. i don't think they're going to dip like all of a sudden throw 50, 50 times a game um maybe we will because we'll be losing yeah um but i don't think that's going to happen i think it's going to be another slog um maybe they get a couple more lucky plays if they win the turnovers then we're done okay all right uh next up the gophers uh lose another running back um this time troy potts out for the year was like rushed to the hospital we don't know much about what's going on and we probably won't so like during the game or during a practice or at home or something no it was during the game against purdue okay i think um that is that's who we played last week two weeks we we didn't play we had a bye yeah Yeah. so it was at it was the purdue game and so he was rushed to the hospital at some point during the game nobody could really figure out when um was kept there and then was moved to, so Purdue is in West Lafayette. I don't know where that is in relation to Indianapolis, but then he was moved to like an Indianapolis hospital. Okay, serious. And w- did not get home until like a couple days ago. 
or something like that, or it, or was transferred then to like a. a so you've know, been there like eight nine days or something. Like, like it, that. I guess it. I'm guessing it was some sort of cardio pulmonary issue that they needed to keep an eye on. Like maybe like Christian Erickson. Yeah. Where like oh, there's right. like an irregular heartbeat type of thing, but like the trainers recognized it apparently right away. Um, this is PJ Flex words. Okay. The training staff and the doc, the team doctor recognized right away, got him on the ambulance as soon as they could and rushed him to the hospital. Um, I don't think it was as serious where he needed CPR on the sideline, but I think it was getting to that point. Um, so they said he is definitely out for the year and might never play football again. Damn. So like awful news. Wow. Well, awful, I hope awful he, news. number one, I hope he's okay. Um, number two, that's pretty bad running back luck after losing Ibrahim and now Potts, and who knows who's next up. But there's like four guys that... schlub from there's like uh, Rochester. A couple, a couple tr- true freshmen and like a redshirt sophomore, but not not to the level of like who was like... I mean, tr- Troy Potts? Trey Potts? I forget. Um, was like leading the Big Ten in rushing averages since he was a starter. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Maybe next man up. I mean, what we need is Emmett Johnson from Holy Angels. Is he kicking ass or what? Yeah, he's like the freak athlete out of Holy Angels. He's the running back. He has 24 touchdowns in six games. He's a oh high school. Yeah, he's a high schooler. But the Gophers supposedly don't want him. But he what? like he like leads the state in like every category. He just is dominating everyone. Is this a Richard Patino not wanting Jalen Suggs yeah, right. kind of yeah, situation? He, he, like like interest like, like, like they didn't even send me a letter. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a three or four star recruit running back who would love to go to the Gophers. And he leads the state in rushing by like hundreds of yards. And he just ran for four hundred and some yards in the last game and he has 24 touchdowns in six games and uh so then he's gonna go to wisconsin and win the heisman is what you're telling uh, me yeah. I, I think he's gonna go like iowa state I'm just or kidding, something but, but um yeah, yeah gophers call him he could probably run for a bunch of yards right now and friend of the pod brad biscow is his offensive coordinator so nice there Sweet. you go um all right guys so next up timberwolves hey undefeated looking oh good in the preseason i think like the one thing that has me feeling pretty good is uh the play of d'angelo russell yeah, he is shooting pretty well. He's got his like tryhard try- pants on. Yeah, I think so, which is especially impressive. for preseason. I know. Yeah, I do like that. I think it means the team is coming together. Thank God we and won they care those, a little we, bit. We won those games at the end of the season for team chemistry. Maybe it worked. We might look back <laughs> on that and be like, "Holy shit, we're, that was the turning." If point. you count those games, we're like eight eight fifty right now. We're so like, you oh, were, we mostly win. You were looking through the schedule. Did you find any losses on there? I couldn't see a loss until mid March. Okay, so which is unbelievable. That's pretty, um, that's pretty crazy, and probably like a fluke win, like <laughs> uh, or a fluke loss, like at Los Angeles. So or something. they they beat some teams that they probably won't always beat in the actual season. Uh, the Clippers and Nuggets and whatever, but remember the Clippers have no quiet here. I know, yeah. So I mean, I'm excited. Um, I think that they are having fun, and that's the number one. This thing This might for be me. your dream season, Jimbo, where they're like competent. Yeah, Jim, did you? I did predict. Now, you guys, we were talking about on the group chat that I think the it was what? How many games? It was like 33 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, hammer the over, hammer the over, and then nobody put any money down. And now, if you look, it's already like 35, 36. I said, it's going up. See, I said, um, I would definitely pick the over, but this is the Timberwolves, so we know there'll be a bunch of injuries yeah. or some disaster Which will happen. Which I get that, I get that. And then, just because they're cursed as can be, they'll end up like terrible, and you'll be like, next year, though, when they're all healthy. I'll say they're that gonna forever. Be you know me. Sick. You they're know me be too well. Good. <laughs> and it's like, they just, they're cursed. I mean, yeah. there's there's a problem. Something bad will happen. I think we found Finch a new- will bang his secretary oh, on the roof of the building, yeah. and a helicopter will find, will see yeah. it. 
you know. Um, I think we found a new character for you. Oh, what's that? Preseason Jim. Yeah. Oh, he, God, he's, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's all hype. I'm no watching logic. these these <laughs> games. It's so fun. Um, they, the, did you see the team all had matching jammies on the plane? I, that's what I was going to say. Like, did you, did does you, that seem like a loser team to you? No, no. Did it? Did it? Like, did you shed a <laughs> tear when you saw how happy they were about the matching PJs? I mean, I, I, I will say I looked at all the photos and I flipped back and forth through them just to see the smiling faces. I want my team happy. Um, I'm excited. I think that they care. I think that they like Finch. Um, they are clearly are playing for each other. Uh, let's go. It's going to be a big season. Those I are... think that they will they will finish about 500 and they'll squeak into the playoffs 7 through 9. Don't know how much of a splash they'll make, but they can build on that. So let's go. I think those those type of uh, pajama moves, if you will, like those are like sneaky good team chemistry building things. Yeah. To like, you know, they're obviously multimillionaires, you know, or most of them are anyway. They don't need pajamas, right? Right. But it's about like the effort and like trying to make everyone feel part of the team you know especially for like a basketball locker room because that's pretty small mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so like there might be some guys that may feel excluded or you know it's probably a lot more clicky clicky than we think because like football is like offensive defense like you know what i mean you've already right. got you're already kind of divided into towns are probably buddies and then they're yeah. superstars so they stay off to the side and that can, that's how see, it can be see, i really liked towns in the video of it because he towns was is kind of like a little like moody guy who's always kind of sad and upset and angry grumpy and yeah. him cheering like and yelling and like getting excited about the pajamas was like what i think needs to happen well he's the yeah. te- he's the team leader i don't i don't care who he, yeah i, I know I, ant may be better um you know or uh, will like be. like or eventually yeah but this is town's team oh yeah so to, to is- see him doing that is is a very like everyone's gonna follow him and rally around him, so that's yeah. that's all positive. Yeah, and they do that on like a, the the night before a day off too. So then the, the guys have to be in a good mood because they're like, we don't have to do basketball True. shit yeah, tomorrow. To sleep Let's actually have in. fun right yeah. now on the plane, forced fun. So I'm excited, dude. Um, I, I think they start next Wednesday. When do you think you're gonna order those jammies from China? Ooh, <laughs> I better do it now if I want them this winter. Yeah. Uh, no, I did get four Liverpool kits, though, coming, one for each member of the family. So Mac, of course, wanted the the fast food red and yellow squares. Did you see those ones? The Liverpool? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like third kit? Yeah. Oof. But on him? It and when matter. you buy the kids' kits, they get the socks. They get the, I mean, they get the whole thing. The yeah. shorts, it's so much fun. It's a fun. kit. It's the full kit yeah. as opposed to just the shirt. So I'm excited. Uh, I might skip the, the jammies. I'm sure if I looked them up on the site, they'd be like, you know, from America. They'd be like 120 bucks or something. I think you should get them. You think I should? Yeah. Maybe I'll put them on my, birth- my Christmas list. Yeah. There you go. Well, don't so, you guys do a jammy picture every year? Oh, technically we you do. do. Yeah, I, yeah, could, yeah, I could swing yeah. that. I could swing yeah. that. You Eagles. work it all in and then you get you get some for yourself. Wow. Yeah. Next level. You just wow. have to make, you have to like make a, you guys doing that video and then tag the wolves. Right. Doing the same video. Like a recreation. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you need to come in and be like, we got jammies for the whatever, you know, and then like everyone cheers. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. All right. So um, with the Wolves also, I have to say, um, we've said this so many times, but it needs to be said again. I don't know if there's an athlete on earth that I like more than I like Anthony Edwards. The freak, man. He's just fun. I just love him. On the court, off the court, his interviews, everything. I, I think he's my favorite athlete at this point. Wow. I really like him. He's so funny. 
He has the best personality. He is such a hard worker. He's such an exciting player. The sky is the limit. I think that people are sleeping on him. They're so busy uh, posting a Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball is the best player. He's so good. Lamelo Ball will be injured every year, and he missed a bunch of this year, and we still gave him the fucking rookie of the year. (laughs) I would not even consider trading Edwards for Ball. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't think there are any NBA executives that would even consider that. Maybe I would maybe one or two. Maybe they'd be like, we can't sell tickets, and we really need were to like, just pretend that's that's possible. But if you were on the edge of like, okay, say you know who might would be like the Nets if they know that Kyrie's not going to play, and they're just no, on the I'm verge. Saying, no, I'm yeah, saying yeah. trading Ant for right, Lamelo right. Ball. No, nobody no. would do that. No, if you're the if you're the Nets and you have Ant with Durant and Harden, you're like, we are absolutely we're set. set. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, it's my favorite team, and uh, I can't wait. We're a week away. Preseason gym is in full swing. I'm full fully swing. aroused in, in just a basketball sense, <laughs> okay. so I can't wait. Yeah. Metaphorically, of yeah. course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Okay, also Ben Simmons returning to the Sixers for what will be a tumultuous time until he eventually gets traded. I think this was the most, this was more disappointing than the Vikings conclusion of the Detroit game. Yeah. Like we're like, all right, any any day now, Simmons is going somewhere. Is he going to the Golden State? Is he going to the Wolves? Like what kind of packages? And they're like, eh, Ben's going to report to camp. I don't even want him like, anymore. Because if we get him, we're going to blow up all the chemistry we have. I don't even want him anymore. Now I'm he, good. He doesn't deserve it's those too jammies. Late. Yeah, he, he doesn't get the jammies. And his team wouldn't give him them. Like, it'd be like, oh, we actually ran out. We don't have some for We only you, have 17. Ben. We didn't have 18. Sorry. Yeah. But your spot in the back of the of the bus is saved. Um, Yeah, but it's going to be super, super awkward. But he is going there so he can report. He took his COVID test. He wants his money. Uh, his agent made him do that so that his agent gets paid. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I still wonder. I mean, I think they're all still trying to trade him, but I think that there is still now there is some chance that he does play for the team. Yeah, temporarily. Yeah, he has to. Right. Because otherwise, the Sixers can't trade him for anything valuable. And if they start the season and he can shoot a little bit and they're winning games, it could just fix everything. And yeah. it could be like, God, do you remember when like the entire team hated Ben Simmons and even the coach talked shit about him? And now like he's a superstar and they're doing really well and they you know made it to the finals or some shit. I mean, no, probably I not in the East. See but... this happening? I mean, I mean, it's just this it relationship. Is Weird things happen. The, yeah, it's it's possible, but the relationship with with the team and him and the fans and him. And Embiid and him and the um what's the coach Rivers and him. Mm-hmm. I think there's just too much hurt and too much damage that the first time it goes poorly, the fans are going to turn on him so fast that I just I well, can't imagine this works well. That seems kind of weird because like Philadelphia seems like such a forgiving and just great, a, yeah. just a great city overall of right. like people that are. I mean, brotherly love, brotherly right? love, so, man. Yeah, the city really loves things. Forgiving. They don't. And they their don't secondary nickname, the 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 city of of just. Turning, Human feces on the sidewalk. Turning the page and oh. look, you know, looking the other way. Yeah. And, Forgive and, and forget, man. Yeah, the other that's, cheek, that's all what, that stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> what people say about Philadelphia. No, they don't. It's going to be awful. They're going to abuse this guy. And uh, Ben Simmons seems like kind of a douchebag himself. And it's just just set up for a complete disaster. If you want to hear like live racial so. slurs, so go sit courtside like for Ben Simmons's like first home game. Oh, I yeah. think you're going to say any Red Sox or just the South. But yep. Okay. No, I'm just saying like the, yeah, the city right, is great. Right, absolutely. I, my mind went somewhere else and you were just right and you were on point. Yeah. 
Boston, though, I think might be second for that. Yeah, or like just like the an SEC game, probably. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Finally, guys, uh, we're we're feeling good about the Wolves. I hope the Wolves are good this year. I, I think that the disrespect from ESPN is is at is still at a high. Um. Then the future team rankings, they were like twenty third, and I was like, dude, they have towns yeah but we haven't done anything with any of this we've been talking about kevin love and rookie rubio and like everything like it never pans out there i think that might be high they were like (laughs) they're like should we put them in the top 15 and then they were like wait who's their owner still and they're like glenn Glenn taylor Taylor. and they're like can we put them last yeah Yeah. (laughs) fuck that up uh yeah all right so finally guys the nhl is coming back and uh it's going to be on espn for the first time in 17 years i'm so glad you knew the year i was just hoping you were just going to give me i remembered it um what's the song I think that's not right. That sounds like Chariots of Fire. Yeah. Which is not the same. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, dun. Yeah. I don't remember it. I, dude, 17 years ago, man, I wasn't, I don't pay attention to hockey ever. So I wasn't paying attention to now, but you can put, you found it? Huh. All right. Wow, didn't recall that at all. That you, doesn't you even were, ring any fucking bells for me. It definitely sounds like a good yeah, sports were, intro song, though. You were pretty close. I was but like it, pretty close, it, but... It, it definitely yeah. did sound Chariots of Fiery yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, I wasn't quite there. I but. think if somebody did know it, then you would have triggered that for them. Like, it yeah, was close yeah, yeah. enough. But anyway, uh, NHL... They better bring that good. back. Uh, who, who cares? Yeah, I guess who cares? Uh... I mean, I'm excited for the wild, is, though. Is ESPN that desperate for programming that they're like, come back, NHL, please? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what happened, why they, they made the separation, but I think it's probably good for hockey, right? Yeah, I think it's great for hockey. Yeah. Like, I think hockey There's a maybe has... some correlation between hockey's loss of relevance mm-hmm. in that 17 years? 100%. 100%. Especially okay. 17 years ago when, like, ESPN and, like, SportsCenter and shit were, like... like fucking Hockey king. was, like, kind of sick back in the day, and they left ESPN, and they've been irrelevant since. Pretty much. Damn. So this could be a big I, I deal. Think, I think that... Do you think that we're going to have to start spending more time on hockey now? I, I hope In, like, so. two years? That'd be cool, but also, I think that my guess, my guess in this situation is that hockey came to ESPN and was like, we know we wanted a lot of money, but we'll take some money if you just take <laughs> yeah, us back. It's like, true. It's probably true. Probably desperation it's probably, on it's both sides. It's a good deal for ESPN to get them um, on the cheap because I think hockey is not very popular. And well, I think it's kind of weird to say in Minnesota where people think hockey is like a really big national sport, but right. I don't think most of the country thinks that. Well, imagine like, when, I don't know, when we were in like middle school, high school, like there were hockey players that are like household names, you know, like mm-hmm. the Wayne Gretzky's, Mario Lemieux, all these players from like all over the country, not just specific to like the northern yeah. states. And then they left. And like, I bet if you went and asked a hundred people in Houston who Connor McDavid is, they'd say, like, I don't know, a UFC fighter. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they wouldn't know who that was. Whereas, like, 20 years ago, you would have known, like, Jeremy Roenick and, like, a lot of these, like, big time, you know, hockey guys. Yeah. So maybe it'll start coming back a little bit. I maybe I do care a little bit then. Maybe. Sounds kind of cool. I think it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited cool to watch it. the Wild on ESPN. And I'm excited about the Wild, to be honest with you this year. I think they're going to be good, but not great. The problem is, is like their division. I think they would be really good if they weren't in the best division in hockey. And we got to play Anaheim like 74 times? Or we, I thought we were in the one with like the one from last year. Oh, yeah, where, that's right. We're, Who, with, like, I we're with the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. Colorado and then what there was a California team in there I forget who it was was it San Jose maybe yeah anyway 
No, it's not not relevant. But we got to play all these we West Coast the, teams. We have to play the Golden Knights, who a lot of people think is like a top three team, and the Avalanche, who is most people's pick as the best team preseason. Yeah, they're both in our little section of the playoffs and the whole season. And we play the same teams all. And the we play time. the same good teams, and it's just like you're kind of sitting in your bubble of like good team all the time. the The Blues are always pretty good. They're going to be in there as well, and so that's the only part that I'm I'm dreading a little bit. But Kaprizov being locked up long term is huge. Um, the big news was that Marco Rossi and Matt Boldy both sent down. Boldy broke his ankle too, so he's out for about six weeks, and he'll be in Iowa when he returns. And Rossi also sent down to Iowa. And the only thing that makes me feel better about that is that Bill Guerin had said we're not keeping them up unless they're going to be on the top two line because he, which makes sense. He doesn't want them his to next. Stagnate his next big stars to play nine minutes a game. Right. He wants them to play huge minutes in the minors or huge minutes in the pros. And that's the only way he wants them. It's to all about ice time. Smart. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't mind that. I think at some point you'll see probably both of them this year. I would be shocked if you didn't. Um, I think they're going to be big, big, big pieces. And there's probably a little bit of like the service time in there uh, as well. <laughs> like, you know, keep them, keep them as a minor leaguer yeah. for a certain amount of days, but so that you, you know, they don't hit free agency and all that stuff later. Mm-hmm. Too, so, um, did you see his like cringy um, like team conference thing. team words or whatever yeah. they had when uh, where he asked yes asked, asked Jared Spurgeon the captain of the team you know what are we doing all this for or something like that he it, set up Spurgeon to look like an idiot because there's no way he was going to get that answer right well Jared Spurgeon is like trying to give like the PC answer of like yeah. you know we're gonna you know we're work hard and have, have fun. fun or something he's yeah. like no it's about Fuck fucking that. winning yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah, that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thanks. can see that. Yeah. Thanks, coach. I think if we work yeah. hard and we have fun, we can do a lot of winning, I guess. Yeah, but they kind of uh, go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about the Wild this year. Um, I don't know if I should be. They didn't make the moves that they need to in the offseason. Um, no, no new center. Yeah, no new center. So we'll still have uh, our absolute cash cow in uh, Kaprizov, centered by like... Victor Rask, yeah, your guy, Victor yeah, Rask. Victor Rask, that's Making great. $4 million a year. He, yeah. Victor Rask sounds for sure like a Bond villain, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. And speaking of Bond villains, I'm going to give you my spoiler-free review of Bond on our next episode. I can't Check wait. And out. it better be... We know it's going to be spoiler-free because Ryan and I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, so that's how we know for sure. So tune in. Punch you in the face <laughs> if you tell me <laughs> shit about it. All right, guys. That's it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Like we said, listen to our episode later this week. Our screencast, which should be awesome, full of a bunch of good stuff. Lots of stories, lots of news, lots of shows you should be watching. Until then, thank you guys for listening to the Nord East Podcast. Thank you.